Hi, welcome to another episode on Let Kids Play Podcast. I'm your host, your only activity guide, Nayetta Holyfield. And today I have the wonderful, precious Williams with me. Hello. <laughs> She's a mommy wellness coach. Um, and I'm so excited to have her on the episode because as we go into this holiday season, it's full of emotions, craziness, just busy for all of us moms. So I wanted to bring someone special to you all. We usually talk about the play-based activities, but I want to talk about, take a step back um, from talking about the kids and talk about how we can put ourselves first. I know I need, you all know I need help with that a lot. So we have Precious here and we're going to get started. So um, Precious, just tell us, so you're a mommy wellness coach. Tell us exactly what that means for you and your brand. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nayada. I really appreciate you. I love all that you do. And one thing I love about you saying active, uh, play-based learning is that moms need to play too. Play yeah. does not end at 18, at 25, right? Some of us haven't seen our fun selves since we left college. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And so it is okay to have fun. It's okay to put yourself first. As a mommy wellness coach, I help moms realize that they need to treat themselves just as well as they treat their children. That right. you can, you don't have to just look well or present yourself well, that you can actually be well from the inside out. And so I do run a faith-based community and a faith-based coaching program that helps you really put the pieces together. Really lighten that load, the things that make you heavy and unfun to be, yeah. you no, know, just to be frank, the things that weigh us down, the weights, you know, our core scriptures, Hebrews 12, 1. There's, there are some weights that are easily besetting us, you know, and we need to lay those weights down. We need to pick up the joy of the Lord. And what does that look like? Um, so how did you start your journey of the mommy wellness um coach was there something that happened in your life or did you see a need um in the community like how did you get in, get started helping moms great question it's like so important one thing as a speaker and as a someone with women's ministry background i believe that the message is always for the messenger first it's very important to not follow nobody who ain't never been through nothing right because their day is coming. And for me as a mom, I lost 75 pounds before even getting married, before having kids, right? Motherhood and the aspiration to one day have children saved my life because I knew that I wanted my baseline to be a different experience. I was in my mid-20s and was not in the best physical, spiritual, or uh, emotional health. And so I had to take a step back and realize a lot of the things I teach my moms now, what interests me? What do I need to do to keep, get moving? How can I be consistent? Do I have the right community? I had to put those things into place when, before I had kids. Then fast forward. Okay, so fast forward to when I had kids, I had to put that same thing into practice. I had my own brand helping and influencing women in general, very uh -huh. women empowerment focused. But it wasn't until I hit my own crossroad. Remember, the message is always for the messenger first. Yeah. I hit my own crossroad. I was doing a lot of surface level family and everybody watched me and my beautiful kids at the park. But it wasn't real to me. Motherhood wasn't fun to me. I wasn't the Pinterest mom. And I did not understand why everyone else seemed to be enjoying cutting out little crafts and doing baking cakes. And I didn't want to do it. I wanted to pay somebody to do it. Amen. And it was a struggle for me. It was really a struggle for me. And I hit a dark road. 
I really hit a dark place where I kept thinking, like, if I drive to the nearest state, it would take me about three hours to get there. I can lay down, rest for a little bit. By the time they figure out I'm gone, I would at least have gotten some time to myself. And it was yes. a scary place to be. And yeah. I decided then, I said, as I hyperventilated in my car, it was that real. I decided that when I get out of this, I'm going to create something. God, give me something for moms that feel like this. Because it was such a lonely place. No one understood. Everyone expected you to just be happy, thankful, blessed. You look great. You have a great husband. Your husband helps. You know, all of these things, you know, children are a blessing. All of those things can be true and you can still be burnt out. And yeah. you can still be overwhelmed. And you can still be last, if not off of the list in your family. And that's how Mommy Wellness began to plant seed for me. I didn't follow it for to several years later because of my own fear, because of my own feeling that I was inadequate as a mom or my own worry that I would discourage or I'd be a Debbie Downer as a, as a regular, as a normally optimistic, positive person. I thought I would be a Debbie Downer, but I realized that no, it makes me relatable to moms that are going through this. And I had to, I had an obligation to share that message with moms so that they can lift themselves up in order to be the best version of themselves for their family. So that's where my start began. Okay, so let's go back. So, cause that that was that was deep. And um, I'm sorry that you had to go through that, but I'm also, um, it's like bittersweet. I appreciate that experience so that you can share it with other moms yeah. and share it with moms like me because motherhood can get rough. And like you said, we do see the Pinterest where it's all happy-go-lucky. Like I always say motherhood is bittersweet and it's a roller coaster because there are ups and downs and there are happy moments. So what exactly was your um, message when you were, in the car and you were like hey i got i just need something was it like i need to share this with other moms as far as the emotional um wellness or was it the physical part did you start working out as soon as that situation happened no that's a good question no that wasn't the start i always tell people that physical wellness is the or physical weight loss is the last weight to lose it was the mental and emotional weight loss I had to, I had to let go of the false narrative that I had to be perfect. I had to have it together. My kids could never see me cry. I was, I was carrying such a heavy weight of expectation of what a Christian mom then in ministry looked like. Like pray it away, have faith. What does have faith look like? Because in my Bible, I see people who have faith that still mourn, that tore off their clothes, that still cried, that still had suffering. So I was suffering. You know, I was suffering at that time. It was a very tough time for me, and. You know, for other women that are going through tough times, if you can, and especially have to just go around saying I'm blessed and highly favored, you can be blessed and highly favored and depressed. You can be yeah. blessed and highly favored and have anxiety. You can be blessed and highly favored and burned out until you truly cast your cares upon the Lord so he can care for you. He can't bless what you pretending to be. <laughs> and I think that I know that my first step was what my first step is for my mom. I had to lighten my load. I created a lift framework two years after that whole experience that starts with the L, lighten your load. You cannot ask a mom to do more. I'm not going to ask any of my clients or anybody in my program to work out, meal prep, do anything until we first figure out what's on her plate that has to come off. Because so, it's a lot. It's a lot. And motherhood is hood. Ain't no hood like it, right? And so in order to really help her transform, 
and not put a band-aid on a gushing wound, we gotta figure out where is the blood coming from, where is the where's the bleed, and let's cut that bleed off so that you can actually not pretend to be happy, not just get snatched, not just snap back, but truly feel like I love my life. I love my life. And when I can't love it, I like it <laughs> a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so that is very important, lightening the load, because like you said, you don't know what's on their plate, what's going on with them. And then, like you said, you can be in like a deep, deep, deep depression and adding, especially something like meal planning <laughs> and adding extra work on me, like that takes about two or three hours. That's a lot. So I love that starting your program. The first thing you do is lighten their load because it's already heavy. So, okay. Yes, amen. Yeah, going into your program, you lighten the load for the moms uh, without giving us too many details because we're going to leave a link for you all to sign up. What is the next step or the process that the mom goes through in your program? Yeah, I don't mind about giving a lot of details because the truth of the matter is my program runs every 10 weeks and it's only eight spots. Right. So mm -hmm. I want moms to be whole. My mission is to reach a million moms by the end of my life. if God would allow me to do so. So if you're listening to this, just know that you're not alone. You're not forgotten. And my program is for women who want to get to the next level of health so that they can build generational health for their family. I didn't see it. Right. I didn't see a mom taking her turn when my mom was an immigrant, first generation American and not being able to take time for herself because she was working, building a life for us. And so I say every time I post there, lots of times I post my mom's like, where were you when I needed you? And it's <laughs> such a beautiful thing to think about like, wow, mom, like that's what I want to see. So that's to your point about giving too much tea because I'm gonna give some tea, okay? <laughs> uh, but, okay, we lighten the load, right? And that's, it's, and then the truth of the matter is my program is eight weeks. So anything that I tell you in 30 minutes is going to be the tip of the iceberg. You're going to have to reach out and have a call with me or learn or figure out who your circle of support is in order to keep moving the process along. Mm -hmm. uh, after you lighten your load, which is a continual process, because sometimes we know we got baggage and we pick that baggage right back up when we get back into our routine of the kids and all of that, you know, um, and life starts lifing. You just go into a somewhat toxic behaviors because those are survival mechanisms especially because we've seen our mothers and their grandmothers do it. Um, but then you have to, in order to really keep up with lighting your load, you have to ignite your spark. That's the I. Because if you have something to look forward to, if you have an activity, a hobby, something that you do, it's a lot easier to leave them kids with their daddy when you have something you actually <laughs> looking forward to doing, right? But if I tell a mom that's chronically a chronic overdoer who's used to doing everything for everyone to just uh, lighten her load, she's going to be bored. She's yeah. like, lighten my load to do what, right? Yeah. Lighten my load to sit in the kitchen and hear them crying because they want me to do bedtime or they want me to do bath time. No, it was a lot easier for me to allow, to accept my husband doing his husbandly, fatherly duties, which is getting the kids ready for school in the morning. If I'm at the gym working out, 
and enjoying that environment, right? So I don't say just lighten your load and just sit back. Do something for you, right? Just like your kids have 50, 11 activities. Where is your activity? What is your hobby? Were you the best jump roper in the schoolyard? Did you used to skate? What did you used to do? And we go through that. We have an entire workbook that we go through our entire, the, the, the whole experience of really discovering what matters um, to you and then introducing that to your family because they want to see you have fun. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And that's important because, listen, I, I'm at the soccer field four or five times a week. So I feel I know this episode is for you all to my audience, but she's talking to me too right now. Listen, because I before we got on, you said something about uh, moms of kids under five. And I think that because I talk about postpartum health, a lot of people assume I'm talking about the first two years. Listen, some studies show that the first seven years is how long it truly takes for you to get into feeling like yourself slightly, right? But we all know they just ain't studied long enough. Motherhood yeah. changes you forever. As you, I have a 16-year-old. Every stage of their life develops a new stage of you. And once you get the framework down, you can then go back to and rinse and repeat at the different seasons of life. So, yeah, it will make sense to you. If you have kids that you raise, whether they're biological, step you are a, a rich auntie this this is this is applicable and i know it because i was my first client yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know it works you, you are the proof that it works listen i look at my this you, you should see how tattered and battered this book is it's tattered and battered because i looked at it myself girl it don't even have the binding anymore my moms have better versions right my stuff is tattered and battered because i use it, use it. i yeah. like that i like that okay so we lighten our load. We find something for us to do, which I love because I myself, I I know what I love to do. But like you said, you have to get your family used to what you love to do and putting yourself first. And that goes into like the self-care thing. So is that the next step where you um, focus the moms or shift the moms into the self-care realm or? Ooh, wouldn't you like to know? No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no honestly, that's so funny. No. I believe that self-care, what I like to call soul care or mom care, is one of the elements, but it's not a it, it is a band-aid. It's it's just a tool, right? Because yeah. if you are burned out, it don't matter how many spas you go to. It's not gonna change anything. Just for 15 minutes. <laughs> it's, you know, it's gonna it's gonna give you back to if you were a negative eight, it's gonna take you to a negative two. But when you get back in that house, you're gonna be right back down to negative five. It really is about Much changing more. <laughs> One more because now you're frustrated because you're like, dang, I really enjoyed that spot when I go back and I can't afford to go anywhere. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're lighting our load, igniting our spark, right? And that spark doesn't always have to be, you know, an extravagant thing. And so I walk through that entire process. They have three one-on-one -on -one sessions in, in the eight weeks where they have group sessions as well. So I teach them okay. within those eight weeks. But then we go into the freedom mindset. A lot of people think that you are going to mindset is first, but sometimes when your mind is cluttered and foggy, you can't think. And yeah. so I'm teaching them the mindset of uh, overcoming mom guilt, overcoming societal pressure. What does the Lord say about your happiness? What does the Lord say about suffering? What does the Lord say about wealth? Right? All the things. What? How are you going to outsource? How are you going to find the budget? So really, the mindset of saying you matter, you're valuable. And that you are allowed to have fun. And so have an entire do this. Like yeah. that's like you can actually do this. You can actually do that. And what does that look like for you? I do not like 
laundry. I don't like it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I don't actually don't like manual domestic labor, labor at all. I don't like it. My sister, however, is a great at it. I don't know how we were born in the same family, but I don't like it. Right? <laughs> um, but I could go grocery shopping if I, if I must. I just don't like any type of domestic thing. I don't really know what happened to me. <laughs> I'm cool with it now. I've gotten the freedom mindset. They said that's just not me, right? So Lord yeah. has given me a lot of ideas and a lot of business savvy so I can make a good enough money to outsource. I mean, if I can get to the place where I can outsource everything that I don't like to do, then we have finally arrived. Let's see. Come <laughs> back in a few years to see if I've done it. But that freedom mindset really truly helps them to put together those first two pieces and say, how am I actually going to sustain this? And what type of fun that's one acronym I teach them. And what type and how will I start? That's another acronym mm -hmm. I teach them. So it's really giving you the opportunity to, once the eight weeks is over, take off the training wheels. Although you have lifetime access to my community, although you have, although you have lifetime access to me as your coach, okay. you're able to keep going and keep doing those things for yourself that don't just make you selfish, that actually make you better. Yeah. It yeah. makes you better. Like I am a better mom. Period. I can uh, I can 98% say for myself, I would say 100%, but for my kids, better when I go when I work out and when I have me time or girl time, as my kids call it, girl dates with my sister. When I do that, because I have something to talk about with them, I have pictures to show them, I have experience to share with them, and they can see my face light up just like I get to see their face light up when they get something that they want. Hold on, because you said something so important, so important. So you have something to share with your kids to show them like, hey, because they show us all the time. Mommy, look, mommy, look, mommy, look. Yes. <laughs> You're involved in that conversation in that aspect of mommy has friends. Mommy knows how to like you're showing them your human side. Like I know how to have fun outside of the kids. I know how to do things that make me happy. And that's also like. That's just so much into it. So yeah. that's also teaching them like to have fun outside of your family. That it's okay. Cause you know, as we get older, you have relationships, especially if you're married, you may feel like your husband has to do everything with you and you don't have a separate um, life from your siblings and stuff like that. So you're teaching them so much moms. I hope you all caught that. Like you <laughs> Y'all better catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it. Like catch it, catch it, catch it if you ain't catch it. Because we are we're teaching our daughters how to operate and care for themselves. We're teaching our sons how to support their wives and yes. care for themselves. Like we're breaking generational unhealth by one family at a time because our parents had to survive. They had to work. They had we're still overcoming systemic racism, but they had so much systemic, you know, as women, systemic things that have kept us tied to the success of another human, yeah. right? And I am a, I am happily married. And I tell my moms all the time, team happy marriage, listen, submit to your husband, all the things. But at the, at the same time, you are just as valuable to God as your husband is. You are just as valuable to God as your children are. You are not subservient, right? One to another, you matter. So that freedom mindset is essential to say, I, it's okay that I don't want to be with my kids 24 hours a day, eight days a week, because motherhood, it has an extra day in there. I promise. It really does. Um, hours somewhere. It's probably 20 extra, 25 extra hours in there this, that week somewhere. It's okay, because there's no other job in the world where you expect that person to love, like, enjoy every minute of it. 
I that that's an ongoing debate because people automatically assume when you say that um, motherhood is like bittersweet or that you don't like it. It's like you're screaming, "I hate my kids." That's not that's not what it's saying at all. Yeah. No, I think that those type of people typically are. I mean, I don't want to offend anybody, else, but I'm saying like, I would just say sometimes you're projecting, right? You're trying to convince yourself of something because at the end of the day, that's not re real life. No. Jesus told his disciples. Jesus, the perfect one, the one we all love. Y'all owe you a little faith. He was asleep on that boat with them disciples. They came down, woke that man up for a storm. He like, I was here when the rain and the clouds was built. What did you bother me for? You still don't believe? He, he showed irritation. Yeah. He's going to play with them. They're not playing back. They sleep. He's like, y'all still not praying? They arguing about who is the best. Yeah, I can go on and on with the examples. This man who is perfect, who died. I don't. I don't even know if your your program is faith based. But the, at truth, at the end of the day, that's who I ascribe to. He was perfect, and he yeah. people he was called to this earth to serve got on his dirt. So as far as I'm concerned, as a fleshly human, there are going to be times that I do not enjoy the service or the act or the things that don't even go with motherhood. There are societal things that we have been put on moms that don't even go with raising your kids, like dishes. Like, I don't like doing dishes. I don't got nothing to do with my kids, right? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. So don't put them in the sink. <laughs> listen, just free your mind of that pretentiousness. Like, you don't have to pretend, at least not on my side of the internet. And those people that you have to pretend around, you know, just tell them, bless you. Bless your heart. Because this is not, God cannot bless who you pretend to be. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to pretend with my audience either because we, we all know that it's bittersweet. Um, yes, you put the kids like first in this in a sense, but it's a way like I create activities for the moms to essentially get a mom moment for themselves to just take that breather. Because some moms do feel like they can't get completely away from yeah. their little ones. But like you said, just going to the gym and creating that barrier if they're in childcare and stuff like that for them to have that moment. But yeah, it's motherhood can get irritating. It's not necessarily saying your child is irritating. It's we do we do so much. Like yeah. it's so much mentally, emotionally, because you're raising you're raising humans. You're you're raising them to be adults. You're raising them to be caring, kind watching their mental while trying to maintain your mental like it's a lot no matter how yeah. many kids you have yes yeah. so I, I love this with your program i love this thank you thank you thank you so much okay so where does the physical aspect go into it because i see you on ig and i see you in the gym all the time and it's, it's very motivating and encouraging i'm not in the gym myself i do walking and things like that but where does um, for the moms that are thinking they don't have time to go to the gym per se, or they don't, uh, they may be fearful of that physical aspect of it because a lot of moms are fearful of getting back into the physical part of it. Um, maybe there's some insecurities. How does that come into your program? That's awesome. So we're talking about mom care all throughout. So before we even go into the lift program, we talk about the energy and the sleep piece. So I go in through my five S. <laughs> yeah, so it's an eight week program. So that's what I try to say. There's no way for me to tell you everything today. Um, but, you know, that's the four weeks of that is the lift framework. Lighten your load, ignite your spark, embrace the freedom mindset, and take your turn, right? So we're taking our turn. Life is a game, right? If we're playing, yeah. everyone gets a turn. We're not saying neglect your kids, forget those kids. Like, 
I'm not that side of the internet. Okay, I have some sense. They're a gift, right? They are God's creation. We're just doing. They're a blessing. They're a blessing. So what I'm telling you is, I'm I'm helping you become better for yourself, and they're gonna get a better version of you. It's not anything about building up bitterness or resentment towards motherhood. Like no, um, but the fitness portion is very important. It is something that sometimes you have to do before you find the energy. Before you feel confident, you may you have to get a small win before you can get the confidence that comes with it. So I think people look at you or look at me and say, you've always been confident homeschooling. Well, you there's a confidence in homeschooling until you started homeschooling. And then you start winning. And then you still feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. But you keep going until the things that used to scare you don't scare you anymore. And then God puts new things to scare you so you can be humble. And you overcome that. And that's the same thing with me, right? And my mom's. So I teach them an entire framework on how to get into, implement workouts back into their life, but I also provide them nutritional resources, um, fitness resources, so actual videos and workouts. And then we have a group workout every Wednesday morning. So that's what you see. Um, and then when the igniting your spark portion of it, we go into what they like to do. So everyone in my program does not lift 185 pounds on the squat like I do. Some of them might do pound or swim or Pilates, right? It's about what, how you move your body, right? Um, oh. Every one of my moms isn't trying to lose weight. Although one of them lost 25 pounds in the last eight week cycle. Okay. Um, but then some are gaining weight. I have moms that lost so much of their weight and now they feel like they don't have strength, right? They feel like they're going to break <laughs> up under the weight of their kids and the physicality of their life. So I'm helping them reach their goal. And so that's which one of one of, one of our sessions, the one-on-ones, remember I told you it's three, kind of goes over yeah. their fitness plan, what they want to get out of the eight weeks and beyond. Because it didn't take eight weeks to get to the place of burnout that moms are in. It's not going to be re resolved in eight weeks, but it can... Um, we could definitely break the surface and start breaking some of those chains um, that are holding them back. Yeah. And then the framework, I love how you're holding their hand throughout the whole program, like the individual sessions, the group sessions, like you're letting moms know that you, because society is telling us that we don't have that village anymore as yeah. far as family, but you're creating that village for moms to have that support, which is very important. Cause like you said, when you were going through your things, you were feeling alone. So you created that environment and that community for moms to feel like you you don't have to go through this. Right. Like there's someone here to hold your hand and help you and guide you and know that you can do it because you did it yourself. So yeah. I, I truly love that. I love awesome. that. <laughs> I really appreciate that. The truth of the matter is I have my sister. My sister is five minutes away from me. I have friends at church. I have people, but the difference is sometimes the people in your life, they love you too much, right? They want you to be happy and everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. We got you, girl. But it's not the same. Sometimes you need to talk to a group. Of, well, you should see our sessions. They're hilarious. Usually six to eight women. you just saying, girl, and then this baby had the nerve to pee in the bed after I had them go to the bathroom four times. Or this child cut her hair. A straight up bang, right? Or, honey, my husband do not do a single dish, but love him. God bless him. You know, you know, whatever, where it's not your mom, it's not yeah. your sister, it's not somebody that's going to hold someone. You, you don't have to say, I love my kids, but I love my husband. We know we love your, you love your kids. We know you love your husband. If you didn't love your kids and your husband, you probably wouldn't be burned out. You probably live your best life in Dubai somewhere right now, right? <laughs> you love them. We know you love them. So now, now that this out the way, hey, let's come to these seven 
group sessions. Because come to these one-on-one -on -one sessions, that is out of there. The pretentiousness is out of there. Let's get to the bottom of what's really holding you back. Have you done your workouts? Have you drank your water? Yeah, I'll get the little water bottle. Yeah. Have, you, have you done the things that you need to do to actually be able to live this, this thug life <laughs> that we're living, right? <laughs> this is not the same motherhood that our moms lived. And my it's mom did the same thing. My mom is so hardworking. She's amazing. But she would tell me, Precious, this is not the same. Like, we didn't have social media. We didn't have, you know, yes, y'all have, you know, Instacart and all these things that help you. But still, it is a lot of pressure in a crazy world to raise kids in. And so it you is. You can't play outside anymore. You're paranoid, especially like moms going to the park by themselves. Like, it's yeah. Got cost of living is sky high, groceries. So it's and then um breaking that generational, like you've mentioned a couple of times, make breaking those generational um issues as far as letting your child know that they have a voice that they can, you know, voice their opinions and not necessarily be their friend, but understand that I'm the parent and we can talk together. Um, we can sit down and have a conversation. So that's that's a huge difference. Yeah, um, the emotional, the actual the emotional intelligence. So I have a counseling degree. I have a master's in counseling uh, and a bachelor's in health science. So that's kind of another thing that makes me a little bit different. Um, even though I talk a lot about the Bible and ministry, we talk about science too, child. It's going to be okay. both. Um, but that emotional intelligence, I'm so glad you said that. Us raising our kids with emotional intelligence and, and also dealing with coping with our own emotional state, it, is taking a, it takes a whole nother level to parenting. It ain't just do it because I said so. <laughs> it ain't just, uh, why are you crying? Stop crying. No. It's not just, wipe them tears, girl. You got this. You're strong. It's, tell me how you're feeling. What's going on? Let's talk about it. What, did, did mommy do something that made you upset? Mommy didn't mean to make you upset. That takes you a whole nother weight. Come on. Another that's 180 pounds. pounds. <laughs> that's 180 pounds. That's 180 pounds right there. Okay. That, that's the weight you need to be practicing to carry. Right. Oh, my, mom, my mom said, uh, so funny. Julie Kofi, Ghanaian mom. And she's all right. I, I hope she's all right when you're saying this. Otherwise, she might get me whooping, right? We don't do that like that no more. She said, um, she ain't whooping for real though. Uh, she says, you guys parent in sentences. I parented in words. <laughs> Meaning, like, this is West Africa. She said, she said one word, and that was it. Yeah. Go, stop, yes, no. Us is like, we got to give you a paragraph. We got to yeah. tell you what's going on, why we're doing it. And I've, I heard her in some respect that, yeah, sometimes I do too much explaining. But at the same time, we are raising different kids, right? Yeah. And we want them to not spend as much as we are spending in therapy or in coaching, <laughs> hopefully. Or love to their 30s. Yeah, no, hopefully they won't need it. You know, they won't. They can do the processing along the way. All right. We're not trying to eliminate jobs, therapists, but you know, it's just right, they're gonna come to y'all a little bit more ready. That's all I'm saying. Therapy will be a part of life, like going to the dentist or going to the doctor, right? Like you go to yeah. your therapy appointment, it'll be different than saying you gotta go to therapy because you've been struggling with something for 48 years, right? It's gonna be different, and so. Um, <sighs> That's a good point, honey. I don't know how we even got over there, but that was good. It's, it, because I just, I heard that the mom um, finding something for themselves and it's all, well, 
almost like the same pouring from an empty cup. Like moms pour from an empty cup all the time, but I deal with that myself. Like having to make sure that my mental is okay so that I can make sure, cause I have three and you have three kids too. Those are three different mental um, states and social emotional skills that you have to develop and deal with. So it's, it's a lot of weight. And I know it's some moms that deal with that as well. Cause that goes into the mom guilt. So it's, it's a lot of weight. So that's what triggered that as far as yeah. your framework and how you work with the moms and them choosing themselves. So that's why I truly, truly love that. Okay. So if a mom, she's watching or listening to this podcast and she's like, okay, how do I get in precious program? What does she do? How do like, how can we, I know that we can follow you on um, IG and I'll put it down below so they can find you on IG. And then um, what is the name of the actual program and how do they get started? Like what's the first step for them to get into it? Awesome. Well, the program is entitled Moms on a Mission, Building Generational Health Cohort. So our program is all about building generational health, but you start with lifting the mom, right? So I gave you the lift framework of what that looks like, but the first step is having a mom's call with me. So yeah. on my web on my uh, website, simplypassionatelife.com, or on my Instagram, you will see the link in bio that gives you the opportunity to click to have a mom's call. That mom call is about forty minutes where I go over the program. Is it with you or is it with someone me. else? Okay, okay. It's with me. And okay. you know what's so funny? That's the second time someone has asked me that. I have to make sure. Yeah, that is so funny. Like, maybe that's a sign. No, I'm joking. It's a sign <laughs> that it should be with someone else. No, it's with no, me. No, I like that it's with you because yeah. they're coming for you and they want to talk to you. So that's that's why. I am the coach. Okay. The call is with me. Yes, you heard it here. That's the crazy part. The, 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 the call, the mom's call is with me. Every single one of the sessions is with me. And then the one-on-one -on -one sessions are with me. The coaching platform we use, we have our own app. That is all me responding. It's no bots, no AI. Um, the only time that you will see another person is in our, our training sessions where we have guest trainers that come on. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see like, oh, there's somebody else. Sometimes I'm sometimes I put on my little training gear and I do personal training sessions. I do the, the group fitness class. But for the most part, we've had like, Pilates, uh, fitness bodybuilders, as well as like uh, twerk, like all kinds of okay. Make fun fun. Yeah, yeah. different type of activities. Cause you know, we, I want to show them it doesn't have to look like heavy squats or heavy lifting yeah. like I do. Um, so yeah, the first step is re reach out to me. You can DM me. You only have to click a link. You can DM me and say mission accepted. I know I am low on the list in my family. I ain't even on the list. If I want to take time for myself or if I want to work out, exercise, even eat the food I want to eat, I got to get in where I fit in. I'm getting the scraps. I barely eat. I barely sleep. I don't have energy. If you can relate to any of those things, you DM me, mission accepted. Please take me. Get on this coach. Put me on the list. Put me in the game, coach. I need your help. And then we have that call for two reasons. You are judging you are deciding if i am the coach for you if my program is a program for you but i'm also sometimes have to tell mom if you're under the care of a doctor if you're you know i have had somebody who was had lupus and she was in a you know in a situation at that time where she was actively being seen by a doctor i'm like you need to listen to what your doctor is saying and maybe join the next cohort i've had moms like maybe was like doing radiology i'm like i need you to focus on what your doctor is saying healing in that way before you put on our program so i don't always say i hey, love that yeah 
you know, I don't do that because I have that counseling and health science background. That's the last thing I want to do is to add any stress or a new trigger to what you already have going on. Yeah. Um, but if your spirit is right, you don't mind the name Jesus being used. You cool with it. Even if you're a rich auntie and you like, I don't care about y'all talking about kids because I got four sisters and 28 nieces and nephews. I just want to get healthier. They'll come aboard. Um, and that's it. The beautiful thing is our program is eight weeks, but they have lack, lifetime access to the platform, the resources and the workouts even after their eight weeks is over um, and after their payments are over. So that's the kind of cool part. Um, and we plan to have re, uh, retreats and other things when the Lord allows me and releases me to do that in the future. So you jump on the call with me, tell me mission accepted. And then if you get an invitation, you lock in. Okay. Well, you all know where to find her. Um, also, I want to touch a little bit on this because you are a mom of three. So, um, how do you balance it all for the moms that's listening you you are you, your first customer how do you balance it all ooh wee ooh wee uh, <laughs> good question i don't believe What's in the i don't believe in the word balance that's number one okay. I think balance is the mental one of the biggest mental weights i let go of in 2018 is okay. one of the biggest mental weights that i teach something and i will have something that is under the guise of harmony uh it might be a retreat. It might be a conference. It might be, who knows? But um, I believe in harmony. So I believe that as moms, we're not going to get everything perfectly balanced. You're not, unless you have some type of supernatural power that we ain't heard of. Uh, I do believe- That we might need. Right, right. You need that power. That power does have balance in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, but <laughs> we don't, right? We have the help of the one that has perfect balance. But so for me, I that helps me. Because whenever I'm trying to have balance, I'm doing it out of my own strength. I'm stressing myself out. I'm not giving myself credit for my wins. I'm only looking at what I didn't do. So that's number one. That's how I find harmony is by releasing the desire to have balance. And then two, I go with my my own mom care routine. What, what do I need to do when I start feeling depleted, right? What are the things that I enjoy doing? If I notice it's been a while since I've done X, Y, and Z, then I need to go back and do that. And so you have it written down? Have it written down. Okay. We all have it written down. And not only that, those are the SOS moments. What does my routine look like? Have I re have I made sure that I am on my routine? You know, so four four days out the week, I am in somebody's gym <laughs> with a trainer, right? So four days a week, I'm with my trainer. The other two days, I'm at my local gym doing cardio because that endorphin, that putting that win is an easy win for the morning. Now I've started, I'm up and I usually listen to my Bible app on my way to the gym. So instead of me being, I need to be in my house for an hour, sitting down, having balance. I have my candle. Like that's not realistic. That's not realistic, but they do have technology and there's a Bible on my phone. So I listen to my Bible app on the way to the gym. That's I've listened to that thing for three, four times 30. That's two hours more a week that I had for three years in Bible. Try yeah. to do it in this regimented, old-fashioned way. And whatever your, you know, wherever your spiritual walk is at, whether it's listening to that podcast, meditating, you know, having those sounds. And then we talk about that routine. It's all about the morning and the evening. No matter how much I have to do, I, am, I work so hard to at least 75 to 85% of the time have a good bedtime routine. And I teach that to my moms in the program. What does that look like? Mm. 
<laughs> I like to know. <laughs> I have a really good bedtime routine. 100% of my moms improve their sleep and the energy level in eight weeks. Okay. If they don't lose a single pound, they improve that. Okay. So the energy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then I stay on them afterwards. When I start seeing them in the morning, I'm like, you posted that at 12 a.m. What you was doing at 12 a.m. Why was you up at 12 a.m.? Right. Not holding them accountable. I yeah. 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 I'm like, this says four hours ago. And I'm up to go to the gym. Why was you posted four hours ago? Um, but the <laughs> one of the biggest things I can say without giving them away the routine is that I treat myself like my children. And so you got um, what do you do? What do you do for your say children? That, say it again. Say it again. I, they I treat it. myself like my children. And when God looks down on your family and says, where are my kids at? He doesn't just say all oh, the people under the age of 18. <laughs> all of them, all of us are God's children. So neglecting yourself is just as bad as neglecting your children. Saying, I don't need sleep. I'm going to stay up all night. I'm going to eat fruit. I'm going to eat snacks at the end of the day. I'm going to have wine every single night. Whatever your thing is, if it's not leading you to a higher health and more dependence on your spirit and keeping yourself whole, you got to find some help to start eliminating what that is for you. Yeah. What does that look like for you? And what my problem is and my vices might not be your problem, right? Yeah. And so... Um, that's what I'll say. Currently, I'm I'm dry. It's September. Me and my best friend, like, no wine, no margarine. I'm like, huh? Look at me. <laughs> right? And I'm a Christian. Okay. Before you start. Yeah. But, you know, that's something that I have to push myself. And I struggle with like, oh my God, I just want one glass to relax. <laughs> like, no, you don't need that one glass to relax. Go to sleep, drink some tea. Drink some tea. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Right. look at me like i'm crazy like i i don't drink but i, that's, love, it. I uh, love it because everyone has their thing you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. so you that's why it's so important that things are tailored i love uh weight watchers and loom and all these programs it's great but as moms we need someone to come in and figure out what my problem is what do i need to start with because because my problem like theirs yeah you might sleep that might not be your problem but you might not eat or someone else might eat healthy and they're not sleeping. Or someone else is worrying. The other person, I don't worry at all. I'm good. Whereas the other person doesn't go outside. You stay in your house all day. You have to have fresh air in four days. That messes with your mental a lot within itself. Yeah. So it's all different. All It's all you know prescriptive to who you are. But the way I do it is I try my best to have a routine. I try my best to treat myself like my children. And my body. So this is like I have things on my desk. Like I try out my week because I get my very scattered brain. I yes. have all my things on my desk. Like I just try to keep keep myself, you know, on my own to do list. Yeah. Um, if you could see this, you would see that I have probably can't see it. I have train on the top of my calendar. So I have my training days yeah. on my calendar. I have your podcast on here. So I'm not. Oh, if I get to it, or if I get enough sleep. No, I gotta go to bed because I gotta be 30 minutes away and have energy to be 30 minutes away tomorrow at 6 a.m. Right? So I do it for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. You do it for our kids. Is yeah. that you do it for your kids? You got your kids and all these activities, and who drives them? You. So yeah. if anything, my kids are surprised 
they are weirded out. Like, what are you doing here? If I'm not at the gym in the morning, they're like, Miss, what are you doing here? Like, my three-year-old will literally say, mommy, what are you doing? Why are you here? Yeah, like, that doesn't even make any sense to her. It doesn't even, like, she don't even like it. She in the morning, you know, and for me, I had to get away from that value I placed in me being the one, the first one she called, the first one she saw. I'm yeah. not her vibe. I'm not. Yeah. And then that gives dad a chance too, because sometimes the husband, um, we we overcrowd them, or um, like you said, we make the kids mommy becomes the crutch, so dad can't even help if he wants to, and that causes frustration and friction with the parenting and marriage and things like that. So I like that. So moms, we need to get away. Get <laughs> so, away, just go. Have I told you all the things? I mean, all of that. I mean, my moms have a designated day, it's regimented. This is not just up in the air, like, no, it's regimented. Like, what day is it going to be? Same day every week. What are you going to do during that day? Like, no, we're planning it out. Like, it's a mom care routine because if you get your routine together, then you are always on the list. Yeah, and everybody gets used to it. Everyone gets used to it. Yeah, and like you said, the three-year-old, hey, why are you here? I don't want to see you. Doing here, like you know, every time I try to do bath time, my husband works from twelve thirty to eight thirty. Twelve to eight thirty. Every time I try to do bath time, it takes me an hour. Uh, it takes me an hour because they're like playing, mommy's here, and da 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 da. Meanwhile, daddy's like pop pop pop. Lotion, <laughs> lotion is what's it called? Is uh uh not mandatory, optional. Lotion optional, but they get in the bed when they're supposed to get in the bed. <laughs> and if there's no lotion on there. It's okay. I just slapped them on the next day, and then they they ain't been to a hospital yet for lack of lotion or dehydration of the skin. We can't make a big fuss about it. We can't make a big fuss about it, and, and they literally get the best experience. My daddy ain't never gave me a bath my whole life. The way daddy does it is okay because that is daddy's way, and then you it's have way, and they love it. They love that man. They man, thank you to my man. They love the way daddy does it. Quick, quick, quick. But mommy, don't try it. Don't do that. You need to sing five songs and get 18 hugs. Okay. Sing back rubs. Downstairs, I'm like, how you get down here so fast? <laughs> Listen. Listen. Yeah. We're almost at our time, but I've truly enjoyed this interview. And moms, I hope you have too. So just to recap, we have the live where you lighten the load, you mm -hmm. ignite the spark and like the spark which th i think that's my favorite one and then give me f and t again please you uh embrace a freedom mindset okay and take your turn so you gotta take your turn mom it, you gotta get you gotta get out of the idea that you don't even get a turn that's you wait till the kids get older you wait till <laughs> the season is right you wait till the time is right ain't the time ain't never gonna be right you the one that manages the family calendar so therefore I need you to put yourself on it. Give yourself a turn. I Once love you do it. Once you do it, I'm telling you right now, it will feel like it was never any other way. Give yourself a turn. I thought this interview was going to go totally different. I thought we were going down the meal planning, what we need to eat, and all that's that. The easy, that's the easy part. All of that is that. Well, let me not say the easy part. That yeah. part, once you realize you matter, once you decide you're going to take your turn, Everybody gonna eat the same food. We all eating. We all eating chicken breast and vegetables. Like it's the, that part is like, that's the, that part is the easy part. But the most important part is, if you love your children, you gotta stop hurting their mother. 
you gotta stop hurting them and putting them on the back burner. Once <laughs> you figure that out, then you make time. You make time for yourself. You do the things because you matter. Like, what? Think. Imagine your house without you. <laughs> Warehouse. Warehouse. Exactly. Right. So you gotta stop that saying that self sabotage or self forgetfulness is being some type of martyr for motherhood. That's not what God has for you. Yeah. I received that. I hope you all received that. Thank you so much, Precious, for joining us and dropping so many gems. We're going to leave out with don't hurt your kid's mother. Do not stop hurting your kid's mom. That's you hurting you. So this was another awesome episode on let kids play podcast be sure to go to precious ig on the bottom make sure you join the moms on the mission it opens up october 1st there's only eight seats y'all only eight seats and i know after this episode a lot of you are going to be running to the <laughs> running to the website to join so make sure you grab your spots october 1st you can go on her ig or just send her sos through the dm like hey yeah. <laughs> and if the eight seats go away in october we come back again in january so you can put the okay. pause down and be prepared for that as well so we, we got you. We're not going to let, there's no mom left behind. Okay. No mom left, left behind. behind. <laughs> I like that. All right. We'll talk to you on the next episode.